I'm Oli Hoskavy. I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. We are back for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 546 of On Screen and Beyond, the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, we have a guest who has been on Manifest, Boardwalk Empire, The Sinner, The Deuce. His latest show is the current episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's streaming right now on Disney+. Plus. You can check that out. And uh, he's got a lot to tell us. And uh, Ollie Hoskaby is going to be joining us in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. So we'll get ready for that. Also, if you are uh, checking us out, you can go to onscreenandbeyond.com. And, of course, you can see all the episodes we have ever done since 2007. And we appreciate uh, people emailing us at feedback at On Screen and Beyond. Love hearing from you and uh, appreciate some of the comments that you've been sending and everything. And uh, if you have any questions, sure, just, you know, you know, tell me. Or if you have somebody you would like us to interview, put that in there because that, uh, you know, gives me something to, to try to connect with, uh, people to try to connect with. And uh, also uh, on Twitter, you can catch us on On Screen, the letter N, Beyond, so on screen and beyond. Couldn't get and beyond too long. So, um, also, you could also find it by typing in on screen and beyond podcast. All right. So, uh, that's a couple of places you can check us out. And we're going to get on Instagram and those others. I just haven't had time. So, <laughs> I've been doing so many interviews. We got a lot of great guests coming your way. So, get ready. It's it's just going to keep going and going and going. So we appreciate you uh, emailing us, and we'll keep coming out with more episodes of On Screen and Beyond. And if you can, like I said, if you could leave us a five star review on uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. Now they keep changing it, but uh, we'd appreciate that to get more people to know about On Screen and Beyond. But most of all, tell a friend about On Screen and Beyond and see who they uh, like. Go to onscreenandbeyond.com and see all the people we've interviewed. Like I say, they're not all up there right now because we did the, the recent change and uh, things are just being put up slowly. So, anyways, let's get right into it. What do you say? It's time for Remake Madness right here on On Screen and Beyond. Remake Madness, well, the never-ending remake is still continuing. <laughs> the Marshmallow Candy Peeps, okay? And <laughs> you know those? It's being remade into a big screen movie as and as they put it, it's in the spirit of trolls meets smurfs. Okay, we'll we'll see what they do with that. Sesame Street is once again going from TV to big screen. They've done it before in a film starring Anne Hathaway. You can look for it on January 14th, 2022. And May 27th, 2022 is now the date for the release of the remake of Dungeons & Dragons starring Chris Pine and Hugh Grant. That's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, Martin Scorsese is directing a new movie for Apple TV called Killer's of the Flower Moon, and it will star, who else? 
Leonardo DiCaprio once again. And Samantha Cope, Joey Lawrence, along with Matthew Lawrence and Robert Davey, are in the cast of a thriller called A Deadly Deed. And look for Ellen Burstyn, James Kahn, Anne Margaret, Jane Curtin, Christopher Lloyd, and Stuart French in an all-star cast in Queen Bees as an independent senior moves into a retirement home temporarily and finds bullying mean girls, lusty widows, and cutthroat bridge games. <laughs> the, the, the dramedy uh, arrives on June 11th. And that's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond. Taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Sequels, it looks like Michael B. Gordon will reprise his role as Adonis Creed in Creed 3, and he will also direct the film. Sylvester Stallone as Rocky, ain't gonna happen this time. It comes your way November 23rd, 2022 for the release. Tara Reid says American Pie 5 will happen, but timing is the biggest problem, as getting all the actors' schedules together is uh, really tough. And she says she has seen the script and, quote, one of the best ones. Time will tell. Escape Room 2 is now looking for a January 7th, 2022 release. That's it for Sequel City. Coming up next at On Screen and Beyond, TV on DVD. TV on DVD, May 25th, Supernatural Season 15 lands on Blu-ray and DVD. May 5th, you can look for Gunsmoke, the complete series, as it rides on to DVD. And May 12th, Lucifer, the complete fourth season, goes DVD. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, let's find out what's coming away as far as movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, we got a couple of classics for you. May 18th, The Sting with Paul Newman and Robert Redford comes to 4K Ultra HD. Animal House arrives on 4K Ultra HD on May 18th also. And on May 25th, the classic My Fair Lady lands on 4K Ultra HD. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next, it is TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, it looks like Duncanville has been renewed for a third season on Fox. The final season of Walking Dead premieres on August 22nd, 2021. And actress Gloria Henry, known for her role as the mother on the classic TV show Dennis the Menace, has sadly passed away. And she was 98. Also, James Hampton of F Troop and The Longest Yard, the original, has passed also. And James Hampton was also a uh, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, if you, I am going to be posting that one up uh, immediately, and we'll get that up there so you can you can see what a really nice guy. I had the opportunity to talk to him a couple of times and uh, see saw him in person and talked with him. And uh, sadly, you know, he's uh, just a just a great guy. So 
And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we head down into the world of Marvel's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier with Ollie Hoskaby. Ollie's next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Our guest today on On Screen and Beyond is an actor who has appeared in many TV shows and films including The Deuce, The Sinner, Boardwalk Empire, and Manifest. He now appears on one of the hottest TV shows out right now, Marvel's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney+. It's Oli Hoskovy. Oli, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Now, Oli, i got to tell you, uh, first off, we don't give out any spoilers here. So, <laughs> I, you know, right? we, in case listeners are, you know, are listening and, and they haven't seen the episode yet, I don't want to spoil anything for them, so we won't reveal anything that goes on too much. But uh, could we start off right? with you telling about who your character is, you know, just to give them an idea of, of, of what, what you were playing in the, in the, the show? Sure. Dr. Wilfred Nagel is the character's name, and he is a scientist who follows closely in line with a scientist called Erskine that was played by Stanley Tucci. And so if you know the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you remember Erskine, I'm sure. And my character picked up his work where he left off. First, I, I got to congratulate you because you did a fantastic job with that character. Thank you so much. <laughs> I Thank mean, you. You, you know, I, I've seen you in other videos on online, and when I mm-hmm. saw you in that episode, it was like. It's not the same guy. <laughs> it's, oh, thank you. That's you, so flattering. I mean, you you know, you you, you, you act so well. I mean, you, you play crazy good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. But uh, those are the best parts to play. You have a lot to dig into. There's a lot going on with those people. So you like you like playing the the person a little bit on the edge, a little little uh, you know out there. I really just like playing great writing and interesting, surprising, exciting stories. That's sort of my main priority. But, um, yeah, sometimes that leads you down some strange paths. Mm-hmm. And, and now, you must have been thrilled when you got the call that you were going to play that part, I'm sure. I was so surprised. I mean, I I made an audition tape in my apartment in New York City with my best friend reading the other lines. And I didn't have a ton of time to make it, and I can't remember why. And so I made it, and I did the best I could, and I sent it off to my agents. And I woke up the next morning feeling really deep shame, I have to say. I thought the tape was not good enough. I thought I had embarrassed myself. And that's such a great opportunity to audition for any Marvel project, and I really felt like I had just blown it. And... um and it took, you know, it was probably about a month before I got the email saying, you got that job. And I was really shocked. I had put it out of my brain. That's a lot of time to pass between an audition and an offer. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, too, after you've auditioned for something, I would say probably 70 to 80% of the time, you get some sort of heads up that, hey, this might happen, or you're in the final three people they're considering or whatever. 
and there was nothing with this. So I just auditioned, felt terrible about myself, and then a month later got the offer. And it was a huge surprise. I And I was thrilled later, but I remember where I was sitting in my apartment when I checked my email and got the offer and really could not believe it. I was really shocked by it. Mm. Yeah, I, I can imagine. And I'm so thank I'm unbelievably thankful. <laughs> I'm sure. Now, because of COVID, is that what they're doing now? As far as uh, uh, auditions, is is you're doing just a, a, you know, with your phone, a, a, an audition, and then you send it in? Is that how it works? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, we were all doing a fair amount of that before the pandemic shut everything down. I would say prior to the pandemic maybe 60 to 70 percent of your auditions would be in a room with someone but every once in a while you would be taping yourself or if you were out of town filming something you would just tape it and send it in so we did have knowledge of self-taping prior to the pandemic but certainly in the pandemic 95 percent of my auditions have been on my iphone with my friend reading on facetime on my laptop and then every once in a while i've had an audition on Zoom or FaceTiming with a director or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So is it different? Because, I mean, I, of course, I'm picturing, you know, the old way that you used to see on on shows and movies where you, you, you go into an audition room and there's, you know, 100 people in the in the hallway waiting <laughs> to get in, you know. <laughs> it, but now you yeah. don't know how many people are here, right? <laughs> you don't know how many people are here. You don't know who's watching it. You don't get a sense of, you know, I I feel like I can usually leave an audition room with some kind of sense of how it landed. Mm -hmm. I'm not always right, but I feel like you can usually get a general sense of, oh, I thought that went pretty well, or they didn't look up from their lunch once while I was auditioning for them. Um, And now you just have no idea. You're just sending it and keeping your fingers crossed and... You know, it has it has its pros and its cons, like anything else. But um, I'm I'm excited for you know a casting director that I really love in New York City emailed me today saying he'd seen the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and congratulated me on it. And he said, you know, I'm hoping that by the fall we'll be back in audition rooms and I'll be excited to see you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm I'm choosing to believe him that <laughs> some of it might be coming back soon. Yeah. Well, I would I would kind of imagine it uh, the auditions being similar to um you know when you're filming yourself it's like uh, tv and then when you're in front of somebody you it's like being on stage because you can i mean they're not clapping for you probably but you know i mean at least you can (laughs) sort of look at their face and you know are they (laughs) you know are they you know about ready to just you know fall asleep or what (laughs) Totally. And also, like I said, sometimes your impression in that audition room is not correct. I mean, I've mm. I've gotten jobs having left the audition going, oh, God, that felt terrible. And I've also not gotten jobs when everyone behind the table did clap and cheer for me. Yeah. And so you learn pretty quickly that you just never know how something's going to shake down. But, yeah, well, yeah think- it's a wild... You're you're sort of regularly surprised. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, they they made a good choice. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. So, were you a, a big fan of the Avengers and all the different Marvel things? 
I really was blown away by them when I saw them, but I didn't follow them very closely. So I had seen Black Panther. I had seen one or two of the Avengers films and truly was always stunned by, I mean, the the people that make these films are at the top of their game in every single department. And I was always like, I, I think my, I was sitting in the movie theaters and my hair was blown back by just how in awe of all of them that I was, but I didn't, I was not a person who saw all of them. I think I was intimidated by how much history there is and how much there is to kind of keep track of. And I didn't know how to jump in in the middle. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I had seen, I thought was extraordinary. And I can't believe that I get to be a small part of that. Yeah. Um, that universe, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's getting to, and, and I'm not knocking network TV, but it seems like the streaming services are coming out with shows that are, I mean, just blowing it away. I mean, it's I it's totally just agree. it's just unreal. And and watching uh, that episode of of uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and your scenes i don't know if you've seen it but the the final cut where uh, you got emily van camp fighting you know uh during your 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 scene and it's cut the the way they cut it it's so it's just great the way they did it and it it, it feels more like a movie than a tv show Mm -hmm. i mean she's extraordinary in that sequence isn't she yeah (laughs) i'm she's phenomenal I, i could watch her do that fight millions of times yeah i mean i know and i know there's probably stunt people involved and whatever but it's like you know she's still got to be doing some physical work when she's doing that (laughs) i mean geez but that's actually what i loved so much about that sequence is you can almost always see that it's her yeah i mean which to me i mean I've, i've had some stunt people in some work that i've done and i have been happy to let them do something that I am not qualified to do or that feels a little precarious. And so I'm really, um, I, I'm, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? I I really commend her for going, no, I'm going to do that. I want to do it. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I got to hand it to her. That's for sure. Now, was really? acting what you always wanted to do, you know? I think so. I think I was one of those strange kids who, you know, I mean, my, my way in, one of my big ways in when I was a kid was I just loved musical theater so much. And I I think I was that strange, overly sensitive child who knew all the words to Stephen Sondheim musicals when I was in middle school and... You know, along the way, there were other things that I had considered doing for a moment in time, but I always came back to theater and to acting, and um, yeah, it it was, you know, I think there are sort of two different camps. I feel like there are actors who knew from birth that it was their dream, and I think there are some people who stumbled into it through sort of random paths, and I was definitely in the first group. Are there any actors who influenced you growing up to to become an actor? Oh, that's so interesting. 
I don't know. I mean, I, I think there were so many because I, I also did love television. So I remember really vividly watching shows with my parents that I was too young to watch. And so that was, you know, Friends and Allie McBeal. It was that that age of television. And the mm-hmm. West Wing started when I was in high school. And so, I mean, those groups of actors, um, I'm in awe of all of them. I've gotten to work with some of them, which is wild and thrilling when it happens. But there wasn't, like, one person when I was a kid that I was... Um, that I was trying to follow or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think I think I was just sort of enamored with all of it. Yeah. And so the the shows themselves I loved and the people that were involved I loved. I think I was just sort of like like a magnet just sort of following all of it as quickly as I could. Yeah. Do you remember what your first uh, uh, paid acting job was on on TV? On TV, it was an episode of Unforgettable, which is a CBS procedural that Poppy Montgomery was the star of. Mm -hmm. And I had one line, and I have that in my apartment in New York City. I still have that page from the audition that had the one line on it. It was, I want to say, 2012, maybe? And, um, And it was so exciting. I mean, I had... It's interesting. I went to college for musical theater. I love musical theater. But around the time I graduated, television was getting really good. I mean, it was really the beginning of this, you know, new moment in time where people were going, wait a second, Mm -hmm. maybe the best work is happening on television, largely on these cable networks and streaming platforms. And so as interested as I was in musicals, a lot of the great television was starting to film in New York City, and I was just so excited about it. And so getting that first job really did feel like such a huge moment. I, I, have a, I was with one of my best friends from college when I got the call that I got the job, and he really generously took a photo of me in that moment. And so I have, <laughs> for the rest of my life, this picture of me you know, now I look back on it and see that that moment was the beginning of all of this. Yeah. And and I had the best time. I mean, I shot on the Williamsburg Bridge. It's one little scene. It was the begin. It was springtime, and so the weather was finally really nice. We spent the entire day on the Williamsburg Bridge. Me and Poppy Montgomery and James Urbaniak, who I love and have now worked with multiple times. And yeah, it was a pretty good first TV job. Yeah. As far as those things go, yeah. I mean, and, and looking over your 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 credits, um, you, you've had appearances on some pretty big, you know, Boardwalk Empire, uh, The Blacklist, mm-hmm. Mr. Robot. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's amazing. And Manifest, I, I I saw you on on Manifest. I, I watched that show, and uh, it was uh, oh cool. Yeah, it was pretty pretty neat to see you on there. And uh, it's uh, I mean, you've you've yeah, done some good good shows. Thank you so much. I, yeah, I've, I've had a lot of really wonderful opportunities and I'm, I'm really thankful. And that's actually been, you know, I posted something about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Instagram the other day and a couple people commented and said, you know, I loved seeing you on this and I also loved you on this other show. Mm-hmm. And that, um, that was really moving to feel like 
maybe I'm hopefully only at the beginning of, you know, some sort of body of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and um, like I said, it, I don't always recognize you because the character you're playing is so different sometimes than other ones. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, and and that just that's just you know, good acting is what it is. Thank you. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I have I have no interest in looking like myself all the time or feeling like myself all the time. I am I am someone who is really attracted to the shape shifting aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is, are there any projects that you can tell us about that that you got coming up? Or I know sometimes you can't talk yeah. about things. <laughs> right, and the answer in this moment is I can't talk about things because I don't have any. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm auditioning, and you know, there's still there's still not a ton shooting at this moment. Right? Yeah, I, know, I think I that over the next. Sorry, what do you say? I, I was just going to say that right now things are still kind of, you know, up in the air. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that over the next couple months, more and more things will be starting up. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, things still feel a little um, a little stop and start at the moment. I've been auditioning and there have been a couple things that have come really close that didn't end up working out but um yeah i'm i'm definitely i'm getting antsy i'm excited to see what the next thing might be yeah everybody's getting antsy believe me <laughs> everybody's yeah exactly for, for a hundred so thousand different, different reasons <laughs> yeah yeah now, we've you, we've really earned it at yeah this point. now you mentioned that that you you you're you were in new york or are in new york whatever um but uh were your scenes for uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier East Coast or West Coast? East Coast. East Coast. Oh, okay. So they, they did it out here. Okay, on this. Uh, I want to finish up with uh, a final question, but uh, I do want to remind people that they should go out and, uh, you know, take a peek. If they haven't started watching the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they've got to start. And be sure to keep an eye out for you because it's a, it's a good segment that you're in. And uh, it's you. Uh, just, you know, just something they want to check. It's streaming now on Disney Plus. So, you know, mm-hmm. they can watch it anytime they want. <laughs> so, Truly. But uh, the final question is, taking us away from uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and all the other things that you've done, but uh, when you sit back and relax, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past? And what are your favorite movies now and of the past? Wow, that's such a huge question. Um, I was just saying to a friend of mine yesterday that maybe it's time for me to watch Succession for the third time. I love it. I'm a real super fan of that show mm-hmm. right now. Um, I also just watched all of Better Things on FX, which is one of the most beautiful shows I've ever seen. I think what Pamela Adlon is doing on that show is extraordinary. I, um, I, w- I was really, really in awe of her and that. Have you watched that? No, I haven't seen that one. You can stream it on Hulu, and I cannot recommend it highly enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are two current shows that I really love. In terms of the past, yeah, what were you watching when you were um, a kid? I was, I, I was watching those shows with my parents that I was too young to watch. I watched a lot of Friends. I watched a lot of Ally McBeal, mm-hmm. both of which I still love. 
Mad About You was big in our house. Fantastic show. And then Nick at Night at the time was really good because Nick at Night at the time had I Love Lucy and the Mary Tyler Moore show and Dick Van Dyke. And the classics. I think I had a pretty good childhood television education. Mm-hmm. Um, but also thinking about that moment that I was talking about moving to New York City. I mean, I remember that was the age of damages and Breaking Bad and Mad Men and that sort of moment where TV was getting really exciting. So those shows have such a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about film-wise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ooh, that's so hard. I mean, I... Do you know the first thing that came to mind is You Can Count On Me? That Kenneth Lonergan film. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Mark Ruffalo and Laura Linney. Yeah. Um, from the nineties, 90s, 90s, early two thousands. That I've seen so many times. I think it's just gorgeous. Their performances are just stunning to me in that movie. Um, I love. Um, I totally lost my train of thought. Um, I mean, because I was thinking for a second, I was like, do I want to think about older films? Do I want to think about more current films? Um, But off the top of my head, I'll just go quickly. Let's see what happens. You Can Count on Me, Zodiac, I think is extraordinary, the David Fincher film. Mm -hmm. I love Singing in the Rain. Classic. I loved Moonlight, Barry Jenkins, a couple years ago, I think is so beautiful. Um... And I want to. I want to come up with one more. I want to finish this out with a really great, uh, <laughs> a really great recommendation. And of course, my mind is drawing a blank in this exact moment. I'm trying to think of like DVDs I used to own. Um. Oh my God! Why is nothing? Why is nothing? Co- and then, and because also, you feel like you have to really put your foot down. You have to really say. I stand by this as an extraordinary film. Or is there just a guilty and, um, pleasure that you, you know, you're, you're going through the channels and you see a movie and you say, I got to watch this again. I've seen it 50 times, but I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> I once watched in my first apartment in New York city. I lived with my best friend from college for seven years and FX one day was showing the talented Mr. Ripley all day for some reason. Mm-hmm. And we did watch it three times in a row. And I stand <laughs> by that decision and that is not a guilty pleasure that's just a great film yeah yeah um and in terms of i think what you're asking on the flip side though if i see if i see that jurassic park is on television the original jurassic park Mm -hmm. yeah i will drop everything (laughs) that book too i mean that book is a blast yeah yeah but um that that film feels like my childhood in a lot of ways yeah yeah well only i want to i i i I know I said it was the last question, but I got to ask you this. And I made a note on my, sure. on my pad here. Um, I, I saw on the internet, and I don't know if it's true, but at one time, were you on Finland's most wanted list? A hundred percent true. Really? My, I'm a, I'm a dual citizen. Both of my parents are from Finland, born and raised. And um, my dad kind of screwed up the citizenship paperwork at one point. And when you are 18 in Finland, you are supposed to serve in the army mm-hmm. for two years, I believe. Finland did not realize that I was not living there because I am predominantly a United States citizen. Yeah. Um, 
And so Finland thought I was, you know, their equivalent of a draft dodger or something like oh, that. Geez. <laughs> and um, and it was it was actually like a very simple thing to straighten out. There were just a couple paid paid like pieces of paperwork that I had to sign, but I did have to make an appearance in person at the UN in New York City. Wow. Um, <laughs> and it is maybe the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. I mean, how how many people can say that? Right, yeah, yeah. How many people that are not, you know, in jail for murdering people right. can say that? <laughs> I don't, I, no, I'm just, you know, was, a crappy is that, actor who... <laughs> is that a felony in, 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 in Finland? To, to yeah, I mean, the, the woman at the UN, the woman at the UN said, thank God you didn't try to travel internationally. Wow. Because this would have been a fiasco. <laughs> And I would have had no idea. I would have just been detained somewhere yeah. with no idea why. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> well, you, you're my first felon. <laughs> oh, my God, an honor. I'm, I'm honored to be that for you. <laughs> well, Oli, I thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. And, thank uh, you. Congratulations on being on that show uh, the Marvels, the Falcon, and the Winter Soldier on the Disney Plus. It's it's just you know fantastic that you were on there. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Ollie Hoscovy, I want to thank him so much for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, I think we're going to see a lot more of Ollie. Uh, like I say, we saw him on Manifest just you know last year or whatever it was, uh, and also now he's on Marvel's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney Plus, and uh, he's just been doing some great work. So uh, we'll you know keep an eye out for him for more episodes of uh, different shows and things. So uh, be sure to check him out on Disney Plus right now. Well, we just just going crazy here <laughs> i gotta tell you uh we have got a lot of great guests coming your way and uh, off the top of my head i can't even remember which one is next uh but uh, we we have some legends coming your way and we also have uh some music guests coming our way it's been a little bit while a little while here since we've had a music guest and uh, we've got a couple of them coming your way so i hope you'll keep listening to on screen and beyond tell a friend be sure to uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts uh, or uh, iTunes, whatever you want to call it. And uh, also, uh, whatever podcast you're, provided you're listening to us on, be sure to leave a, you know, a little message or whatever they do on that one, like, uh, you know, uh, like uh, the iTunes does. You know, they let you leave a message. Hopefully, you'll leave a five-star review of us. And if you can leave a review, that's even better. But uh, just tell a friend if you can, <laughs> you know, and uh, have them check us out. We'd appreciate it very much. We thank you so much for joining us here each week and hope you're enjoying the episodes. If you want to contact me, feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. Love hearing from you. And that's about it. That is a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. (laughs) 